The 2021 World Cup draw is in and we have plenty to talk about. I'm Michael Carboni. This is episode 46 of the Chasing Kangaroos podcast. You're listening to Chasing Kangaroos, the rugby league podcast for fans who are passionate about seeing the game played in more places. What's up, podcast? And, well, we tried to get Prince Harry on this episode, Ah. but he was busy moving house. So instead, (laughs) I've got the Prince of Rugby League podcast. He's here, biggest t- tiger, big T. Welcome back, mate. How long? How long did that joke take, mate? I thought about it on the way here. Love it, and uh, yeah, excellent. One. Pretty proud of it. We legit, like, we actually talked about it. I think we were both in jest, but we were like, "Who should we get from that?" Well, let's let's aim for Harry and then go from down there, from, down from there. Adam Hills was a real goer. I thought he would have been great. That would have been cool. Mm-hmm. It would have been nice to have someone there, but alas, here we are. Yeah, two blokes drinking Cooper's beer. Yeah, Spon- yes, the sponsors of uh, California Rugby League. So yes, I think a shout out to them. Boy. And, uh, but there's a there's a purpose behind this this, yeah. bite, this beer that we're drinking tonight. We're doing a sparkling ale, which which I realise now is the wrong one to choose because it's we've all got to drive home after this. <laughs> but um, Mercho and I are officially celebrating our hundredth episode together. Woo, Mercho, biggest yeah. tiger. Well done, Cheers. guys. So um, so that's two chasing kangaroos yeah. and ninety eight. <laughs> Sporting best friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, well done, guys. But eventually the, the, the ratio will go the other way. You know, we'll get there. Day. When we get to 99 chasing kangaroos together, we'll... Uh, Retire. We'll have another beer. Yeah. That's <laughs> our next beer. Fuck, we better do this quickly then. Well, we've got plenty to talk about. So as we mm. say, the 2021 World Cup draw was on. We've had a few days to digest the draw, men's, women's and wheelchair. Um, so I'm excited to dissect it with you, man, and see how we go. Did you get any feedback from last... Yep. I had some good feedback. Uh, at least two people said that you got the sexiest voice on podcast radio or <laughs> I radio. I thought that was a joke. <laughs> One of them might have been Mercho. Okay, true. But um, no, no, it wasn't a joke. So people actually wow. gave me that feedback. They didn't say the same to you. They probably no. tell you that every week. Well, they've seen the face. That's the problem. <laughs> the face destroys the voice. But the feedback's good. I think people are excited to see what we can come up with each week and yeah. they like they like the, the banter and the... And the rust was there, something savage. I remember listening. Oh, I remember. I was listening back to that episode. I going, remember back oof. in the days yeah. <laughs> listening yeah. to that episode. Oof. But uh, the dust is, well, it's not well and truly clear, but this, the Rugby League World Cup draw thing happened this week, so there's no excuse. Well, let's talk about that. Mm. So I was in bed 11.30 at night. The missus next to me trying to get some sleep. Now on we're my sexy. IPhone. Here we go. Now that's, hey, maybe you should say this. You've got the, sex, <laughs> you got the <laughs> sexiest voice in uh, podcasting. But, yeah, so what? trying to watch. Oh, print, you were the living out. meme. Where I the was. wife's living. That was me. What's, yeah. what's that guy thinking? She's and you're like, thinking. Like, is he having an affair? And yeah. I'm like, who's Prince Harry going to pick out of his <laughs> of the first part? So it was it was pretty awesome. What do you think? You watched it as well. Uh, I was I was up with my wife. Her and I were binge watching a TV show at the time. So so I was excited to just see it starting beeping up on my phone. Um, have you ever set notifications for a, a Twitter account on your thing? So every time they tweet, it notifies no, you? No, I haven't done that. It's a fun experience, and it was great for that because obviously every tweet they sent was really interesting. So it was like almost like Lotto when they're pulling out numbers. My phone would go. Brruh. It was like my phone was telling me, "Hey, something else great's just happened." So what happened? Every nation that got picked, you were notified. My phone told me, "Big T, look, this just happened." How long did it take the missus to say, "Hey, we're trying to watch this show"? Oh no, uh, I mean the sexiest voice gets a lot of notifications on Twitter, <laughs> so she's used to that that light blue screen flashing underneath my face. But the um, it didn't distract from her watching. I loved it. I thought it was so well done. Yeah, because I watched it. It was on every channel the next day, so I watched it live via Twitter, and then the next day it was on Channel Seven, Channel Nine, Channel Ten News because it's the first time. Luckily, amazingly, it's the first time Harry's been in public since his whole Canada Rugby League search. Happened. I'm assuming that's why he's going to Canada because Canada Rugby League's blowing so, up at the moment. I, I have heard something like yeah. that. Yeah. He's a big rugby league yeah. fan, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Um, so done so well, so professional. Um, I think it's the best thing we've ever done as a sport off the field. I like, can't think of it. Other than this, the winner is Sydney. When yeah. have you seen a, an announcement being so exciting and prominent? It was incredible. It was incredible. All these players got to go to Buckingham Palace. Yeah, that was the other thing. Who get, who's allowed inside the palace? I mean, that's another... Yeah. Conrad Hurrell in thongs. <laughs> That's who's allowed in the Buckingham Palace. Unbelievable. I, I saw a tweet from Aris, who's a captain of the Aris Eagles. Right. Uh, side is not named after him. But um, he was saying... Shut up. Hold well, on. Yeah, whoa, hold whoa, on. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> he was saying that... I'm being real. 
Because it stands, what does IRIS stand for then? Rugby? No, well, IRIS is the, the town, I suppose, but I might have to get Stuart oh. McLennan to, to let us know what it's all about. That's freaky, though. But he said, met Prince Harry, but the, the highlight was meeting Connie Harrell at Buckingham Palace. <laughs> Did he say what it's like to talk to him? Because he looks like such an insane character. Connie or, or, Con- uh, or Harrell? No, I do mean Connie, or, or actually. Or I, think Prince, about it. I don't Prince care about Prince <laughs> Was Connie? I mean, did he? Did he? Talk, does he talk much? Or did, I just see him sing. Don't know. Yeah. Okay. Should get him on the show sometime. Yeah. 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 We really should. You can. You have that pulling power. <laughs> we have the connections, and we will. We'll do it somewhere along the line. Maybe hey, a we Greek need to invite dick. him in though with the thongs. <laughs> That's what I want. Well, I'm wearing thongs. Uh, Mercho yeah. wearing no shoes. Yeah. And you got your sexy orange. Uh, yeah. You sneakers. can hear those shoes. That's oh, where the voice is coming from. How good is it? <laughs> so what do you reckon? So we've got the opening games confirmed. Let's yeah. go through that first. So we're going to have England versus Samoa. For the men's, it's going to be at St James Park in Newcastle. England versus Brazil for the women's, and Love England that. versus Australia in the wheelchair. What an absolute dream start! Like Fantastic. if you could have picked from that pool, from those pools that we'll talk about in a sec, there are no better f- matchups than I can think of. Maybe Tonga, maybe Tonga PNG, but really because I know England has to go first, so the best possible team for them to both play um, is each other. And so Samoa is England's not at the top of their game at the moment in terms of Australia, New Zealand, England. Samoa is close to the top of the game in that Pacific triad. So this is an amazing mix-up straight away for the blokes. Obviously, Brazil playing for the women's one is so exciting. It's crazy because we don't know what to expect out of that Brazilian team. But why don't we get get into it? We'll go through each of the pools. Mm -hmm. Why don't we go ladies first? So Mm -hmm. we'll talk about the women first. And let's talk about who's in each pool, uh, what matchups you're looking forward to the most, maybe some early predictions, and uh, if we're dreaming, maybe a few upsets as well. I've even put my table in um, in how I think it's going to end. Okay. Like, I can tell you do the pools. Tell us who's in the pools. Well, let's start with the women. Yeah. So pool A, we've got England, Papua New Guinea, Canada, and Brazil. So I've got it going. I know this is our early predictions, but I've got Canada finishing first. You got Canada winning that pool. England, That's a- Brazil, PNG. England, Brazil, PNG. You got <laughs> you've got PNG who just beat England. Yeah. Coming last in you, that pool. We'll get to it. Maybe I should do my – I've done – I've now mixed up dreams and predictions <laughs> all in one thing. Now I'm dreaming. Yeah. What, what, I, I think it's exciting. Well, tell me – That pool's me, hectic. Tell me about – tell me why you've got it like that. I think the Canadian girls at the moment are firing. They've yeah. picked the perfect time. They're peaking at the perfect time. And I feel like on a big stage like this, it, England can – they're going to be G'd and England's going to feel pressure. Yep. That's what I'm feeling. Australia will coast – oh, we're not in Australia's pool – but – England, I think, is going to, under that pressure, is going to feel terrible. Canada's peaking at the right time. I, I Look, I don't know what to expect from Canada and Brazil. We know Canada's going to be better off than they were last time. Mm-hmm. This East versus West that happened last week, yep. that's going to happen again later on in the year. They're going to be better for it. I think England has to improve, right? And, and Papua New Guinea, they've just beaten England. Mm. I, I'm not as ambitious as you. I still think it's <laughs> going to be England, Papua New Guinea, one and two. Uh, but Canada, Brazil, Brazil, we don't know what to expect. Yeah. So speaking of Rob Bergen um, a week ago, who's involved with Brazil Rugby League, obviously, um, and he said, we haven't even unearthed all of the talent that is going to be in this Brazilian squad. Right, right. Like we're looking at other sports. We're looking at, like, it could be anyone. So we don't even know what the Brazilian team's going to look like. Yeah. Um, so, of course, it's hard to make predictions this far out. But, look, I would love to see Canada or Brazil in that top two, but I think it's going to be England PNG. Yeah, Which game are you looking forward to most out of that, that draw? I mean, Brazil plays Canada at one stage, so I'm looking forward to that yeah. because I just think this whole podcast has been has got me so excited about that, listening to that all yeah. of last year. That, that, that matchup's going to be unreal. Obviously, PNG um, England rematch is also great. I mean, yeah. the women's comp is looking phenomenal. Yeah. I don't know what France looks like in, in the women's competition, but every game I'm going to be so G'd about. It's so cool. And I'm, I'm pumped for Canada-Brazil because these are nations we don't get to see regularly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've never played each other before. Um, and hopefully it's the start of something special because it's that whole American sort of continental oh, of vibe. Of course, I didn't think of that. So that could be really cool. So I, I think, look, I think, yeah, Canada-Brazil. Look, Yours makes sense. Your predictions make sense. And I'm, I can't wait to meet my delicious, ridiculous sandwich when it comes out. Yours is what I want. Yeah, yeah. Mine is what I think. I'm trying to think <laughs> yeah. with my head, not yeah. my other. Head. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, all right. What about Group B for the women? So we've got Australia, New Zealand, and let's let's say it's a pool of death for France and Cook Islands. Yeah. Do you agree with that? I've got the exact setup you've just read out: Australia, New Zealand, France, Cook Islands. And I think I don't know anything about France, so I keep leaning towards if I don't know, you're going to win for some reason. <laughs> and so I think Australia ends up winning the entire thing. Yeah. Oh, we're not in predictions yet. 
Oh, no, can I no, we can. Let's do okay. that. Let's do that. Because uh, I think Australia Coast, because they've had so many great matchups already. They've had so much international exposure and and so many. They've had the nines under pressure. They've had lots of. They've had, they've finally had a loss to New Zealand. So all of those things I think will help. Australia and New Zealand can't now play in the final. Am I reading that right? No, I think they can. They still I think, can. I think it'll be top two from each group. Oh, that makes sense. Australia would play Winners England. Play losers, Canada plays New Zealand. Play, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool, cool. If that's. The top two, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I think I think Australia, New Zealand. If we're going to go predict deep into this competition, mm. that's the grand final. Mm. Uh, we'll see them play early on, and winner of that would have to be favourite to win the whole thing. Mm. Um, that's the pool of death. Like France and Cook Islands, I can't Poor see bastards. them. I can't mm. see them mixing it with Australia, and New Zealand. But after but, the nines thing between New Zealand and the Gillaroos, I'm yeah. just so geed about what's because even if whoever wins, that really doesn't feel like they've won the thing yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can't. Yeah. Any, everyone f- would feel like it's in completely up in the air until a whistle blows. And but it's typical New Zealand, and maybe more yeah. so the men. But New Zealand, towards the end of a competition, they get better, right? Yeah, yeah. So they could drop their game to Australia the first, first up, and then mm-hmm. come back and win win the World Cup final for the and women. And it's such a real rivalry now. It is, and that's why that's probably the out of the women's game, out of the women's draw. That's probably the game I'm looking forward to most: Australia, yeah. New Zealand, especially and, in the B. The B pool for sure. We might get it twice. So that, that's awesome. So the, the Women's World Cup, the only bad thing about it is there's only eight nations. I would have loved to have seen 16. But yeah, right. I think we're going to get we're going to get some some real good games and people are going to realise, hey, hold on, hold on, they play rugby league in Canada and Brazil. So that's pretty awesome as yeah. well. Mate, uh, unless you have anything else to say about the women's. i got a dream set up. Tell me. So so <laughs> my crazy thing obviously is Canada, Canada, England, Australia, New Zealand, they go through. Okay. And so I want Gillaroos to easily beat England. Or it can be a close final, it doesn't matter. They beat England. <laughs> but then my dream setup is Canada then somehow jag a win against New Zealand. Ooh, Australia, and we, Canada. Yeah, and Australia then thrashes Canada because it, it's crazy that they got there, but they don't care because they got to that that stage. And you know that I'm a weird person who loves watching Australia beat the hell out of people when it comes to the finals. But just to see Canada jag those bizarre wins on the way up. If Canada or Brazil can get a bizarre win, that would be awesome. Yeah, that's um, my dream, dream setup. I'd like to see England doing well because they're at home. So that's that's the only reason. Yeah, I know. You're looking at me like, yeah, yeah. whatever. I never win England whatever. New Zealand right. well. All right, Carl. No. Not even New Zealand. Mm-mm. All right. I hope Canada win for your sake. Yep. Mate, let's move on to the wheelchair. And uh, well, look, I'll be honest. We know probably a little bit less about most of these nations. So some of them are very new even to rugby league. Yeah, yeah. But let's go with group. Let's start with group A wheelchair. So you've got England, Australia, Spain, and Norway. Of course, England and Australia will play first up. Mm-hmm. Who are you looking forward to seeing here? Well, I've got the table going Australia, England, Norway, Spain. Yeah. Again, know nothing about Sp- Norway, so they, <laughs> they jag a win. I mean, I don't, I just know that those England and Australia are such great rugby and rugby league nations that there's no way that they're not doing really well in this competition. Yeah. And even in rugby, in wheelchair rugby, I was looking at their um, world rankings and the, both of those countries are way up the top. So I'm sure yeah. that they're somewhat similar to a lot of other international countries who are, who have rugby league who are starting out. I'm sure rugby, wheelchair rugby swaps a lot of rugby league, rugby union players depending on what's happening at the time. Yeah. So I can imagine they're doing really well. Anything that Norway does, though, I'm completely around. I'm pro- That's probably going to yeah. be the closest I'm ever going to be. When Norway plays Australia, that's probably the closest I'm ever going to be to supporting Australia's loss. Uh, I, like I don't it. really want it. I want it to be an extremely close game that we win right at the last second. But f- normal play- Norway playing rugby league, so exciting. Yeah, I'm with you. Like Norway would be the exciting upset. Yeah. They're, they're, they've got government funding, especially for their wheelchair rugby league. Right. Um, so if they can have even an ounce of success, then it's obviously going to mean more support for them, right, and maybe the, and maybe the rest of the game as well mm. uh, when, it comes to, when it comes to rugby league. Um, I think it's going to be England at the top. Okay. They will start favourites. They're the home team. They're the best nation in the world at the moment. They've just beaten France. They just have absolutely shellacked Australia over here. I was speaking to James Simpson, though, when he was over here. He's an English wheelchair player, and he's up for the English Golden Boot as well. So congratulations to James. He's probably listening. But uh, speaking to him when he was here, and he said, the reason we're here, we want Australians to take wheelchair rugby league seriously. Right. So we're hoping that if we can beat them convincingly, then that will make them work up for the World Mm. Cup. So we could see a good – that Australia-England game is going to be fantastic. I don't know if you've seen wheelchair rugby league before. Yeah. It's something else, right? Yeah, yeah. Like it's so exciting. Different kind of feels a bit like a different sport, but it's so similar, mm-hmm. as similar as it can be, I suppose. And uh, if you love rugby league, then get into your wheelchair rugby league as well. West Tigers really successful recently at it, so that's how I know so a bit about it. So that's why you're a fan. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, group- and also a friend of mine referees it. So oh, really? It's, yeah, it's, it's a really interesting sport. Very cool. Uh, group B, 
France, Wales, Scotland, USA. Yeah. So I've got this going USA, France, Wales, Scotland. You've got USA going, coming first. Yeah. Crazy. Because, uh, well, they're great at, at wheelchair rugby. So mm. I just assumed a lot of this is going to transfer over. But I could I could easily be wrong. But, I, I, again, I'm probably right because I'm often right. I think that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but so, you got France coming first? Who's coming first? I've got France coming first. They're the cup right. holders. Okay. And um, although they went down to England earlier this year, I just think they're going to they're gonna be too strong for that group. Right. I haven't seen much of the others, to be honest with you. Right. Um, so I would probably say France, Wales, USA, Scotland okay. in that order. Yeah, I was close. But I'm usually wrong. So well, great, you're I'm probably right. right. There, there you go. Because I'm very close to what you just said, but not the same. So that sounds like the best way to be right. But again, we mentioned the home team being successful and the mm. importance that, that that is placed on them for this World Cup. The, yeah. The, 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 I guess the stress that they're going to have to win. I think the wheelchair competition or tournament is where England are most likely to succeed okay. in 2021. And you know what? At the at the very top of this, and I still want it, I'd love Australia to win everything. However. How can you want that? Anyway. However, <laughs> I also see, I can easily see, though, all three tournaments being won by different countries being fantastic. In the same way that last week when Canada had that East first West, no, the women's West or whoever it was won one and the men's yeah. other side won another, I loved that we were seeing that. Yeah. That love. So I would love to see a. Um, so we want Australia to win the women. No, I want Australia to win all England to win the wheelchair, Tonga to win the men. <laughs> Did you see me get absolutely beaten up on Facebook by, because I said that I wanted Australia to lose anyone but Did Australia you put, to win? Was that the one where you put your tweet up? Yeah. Oh, right, and they killed you over it. Actually, to be honest, probably 50-50. Some people really got behind me, but some people were like, no, nah, mate, just you. It's yeah. just you. Yeah, but good. Anyway, good times. 50-50 here. Hey, that's right. Yeah. Metro? I don't know. You can, you can, <laughs> he doesn't know what you're talking about. He doesn't know. <laughs> he lives in Australia. That's about as far as it goes. He's like, what's a rugby league? <laughs> All right, mate. Well, that leaves the men. A dream setup. Tell me. Norway to jag a win against Spain and or England. That's a dream. Yeah, if Norway can can get a win, if Norway can find their way into that top two, that would be awesome. Yeah. I don't know how likely that is because I think England is straight. Like that's the stronger, that's the pool of death on that side for sure. But just for them to jag a win. But I'd like to see USA on the other side coming home. Yeah, strong yeah. Because there's no, there's no, they don't have any other really... Oh, they don't have any other mm. uh, side in this World Cup. Mm. So to see them get something would be really nice. Yeah. All right. Let's talk men. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. Looking deep into your manly eyes. Four pools, each one better than the next. Again, there's so many games in here I can't wait to see. This is, it, tell yeah. us what the pool's happening in the pools. This is crazy. Well, let's start with pool A. Yep. So we've got the home nation. We've got England. We've got Samoa, which may include Sonny Bill Williams. I'm sure that, oh, that will come up. I didn't know up. that. <laughs> we've got France and we've got Greece. Pause. Pause. What? Rewind. Sonny, so Sonny Bill hasn't been confirmed yet, but he does have Samoan heritage. Uh, and there is uh, there was a rumour that he came back to rugby league because he wasn't able to uh, represent his heritage in rugby union. No. I reckon it could have been for the money as well. But, uh, you so know. It would have helped. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. So imagine, let's look at that again. The opening game in Newcastle, Northern England, fucking sunny could Bill be Williams. England versus a Sunny Bill Williams-led Samoa. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. Does I'm, that change you, everything for you? 100% it does. <laughs> You'll have never seen me cheer so hard against England in my life, and now that I've got Sunny Bill Williams' to Samoan team, I mean, I also really love Greece in this. Yep. My, my, I've got this table ending England, Samoa, Greece, France. Because I just can't. You got Greece out of France. Yeah, here we go, Greece. Oh, I'm loving some of these predictions. Tell yeah. me about that. Well, I just think France is on a real spiral, and yeah. I, and Greece again, it's it's had all those great tournaments. It's it's got its way into this. It's it's overcome all of its domestic issues. It's it's leagues happening. There's there's movement there. I just feel like anyone who's building at the moment is coming into this tournament at the right time. Yeah. I realize it is next year, but. They're building. France is declining. I think there's a real chance that Greece jags a win. They only need to jag one win against France, and then they beat them in the in the table. So that's right. I spoke to um, and speaking of Greece, I spoke to George Stylianos, Greek Rugby League Association president, probably about a week before the draw. And I asked him like, which out of like Australia, England, New Zealand, Tonga, which group do you want to be? Yeah, yeah. He said, look, they're all fucking shit groups for us. Obviously, like yeah. they're all going to be tough. But he goes, we want to be playing the home nation because we just think it's going to be the best experience to be able to of play course. England in their home World Cup. Mm. And he got it. So I think that's awesome. I can't wait to see England versus Greece. I don't care what the score is going to be. Yeah, yeah. I think Greece might put up a little bit of a fight. Mm -hmm. You know, they're gonna they're gonna have some. They might have some surprise packets there. But I think it's going to go probably England, Samoa, France, Greece. Yeah, right. Um, I'm hoping we can get an upset in there. I'm looking forward to England versus France. 
simply because that's the oldest rivalry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I want us, I want that to be ignited again. Like mm. I want something to happen in that game that gives us a reason to have Greek, uh, France versus England every year. Right. So I want that to happen. Samoa led by Sonny Bill. Can can they get up? I don't know. They're, they, they're out of all the yes, Pacific nations. Yes, can they? Yes. But out of all the Pacific nations, they've been the one that should be right up there. Mm. But instead, Tonga, Fiji and, and Papua New Guinea have been improving mm. each year. Samoa, it doesn't seem to be happening. Cultural Sunny shift, though. Culture, Sonny Bill will bring culture. You know, it's, he's, it's massive. If he comes into that team... That's huge. Is that the closest thing we have to a pool of death, Group A, do you think? Quickly scanning over that? 100%. Yeah. 100% because everybody else's second team isn't Samoa. So we, we assume it's going to be whatever whatever position you put them in, one and two are going to be England, Samoa, or Samoa and England, right? That's what you're thinking? England, Samoa, Samoa and England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've got England, Samoa, yeah. but Can there be an upset? Yeah, they can. I just I, <laughs> The only reason I've got England on top is... They they beat Greece and France by more than Samoa does. Interesting. So that's the, I just thought that they, when it comes to putting someone to the sword, Samoa might fade away, whereas England would would push on because they do so much attacking flair in Super League. Yeah. That when they get an opening, they're, they're going to score a huge amount of points. They want to be impressing at the, on their mm. home turf. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who the coach is going to be. They're going to announce it soon. Whether it's if Wayne Bennett keeps his job or not. I oh, know. I think he's the man for the job. I know they had a terrible Lions tour, Great Britain Lions. Um, I think he was just playing games and testing a few things, and a lot of it did not work out. They had right. a lot of injuries. They brought about seven halfbacks over here. Mm. Uh, I think Wayne's still the man for the job, yeah. and probably every listener we have in the UK is probably cursing at me right now. They probably oh, really? Disagree. They're just not a fan of what happened when, when the Lions toured. But, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. You I want think Wayne Benate for a tournament, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? For for a sit-down tournament, he's going to fire everyone up. He's going to manage everyone well. Look at the success he's had in the past. He took mm. England to that grand final. Yeah. Last time, six points away from winning. Yeah. He's helped New Zealand win a World Cup yeah. a few World Cups ago. Um, I think he's the man for the job. Well, and also, well, not only is he an excellent option, there aren't too many other options out there that are a great options. So yeah. you, if you've got him, hold on to him. Group B, Australia, Fiji, Scotland, and the Italia, Forza Italia. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm excited about this one. I've got that going Australia, Fiji, Italy, Scotland. Australia, I'll, Fiji, Italy, Scotland. Yeah, I've got yeah. it exactly the same way. Yes. Yep. Because I can see Italy jagging a win, hopefully. God, I want Italy to give up rugby union and, and wholeheartedly embrace rugby league. That's I'll, my other massive world dream. I would love that. And that's what you want to see. Like we've seen Lebanon in the past be successful, but they haven't been able to capitalise yeah. on that domestically because of issues that they've had internally. Mm-hmm. And they're in the same boat, though, as Italy. If Italy and Lebanon are two nations that I like seeing do well, yep. but I want their domestic competitions to capitalise. We're going to see some domestic Italians in this squad. If they're not playing, they're going to be around that squad and right. learning about it as well. Mm. I'm obviously excited to see Italy play Australia. I think Australia is going to win comprehensively, but I am hoping that maybe at halftime, James Tedesco runs out on the field, takes off his Australian kangaroos <laughs> jersey to reveal an Italian jersey yeah. and uh, plays for the other team. That's not going to happen, obviously. But um, I think we might... We might see guys like Paul Vaughan, Nathan Brown. Pro- they might not make that Australian side. Paul Vaughan, maybe, who knows? Mm. But we might see a pretty strong Italian side if they can get some of their heritage players. And I can testify that Nathan Brown is definitely Italian because of that video with his grandmother who was so upset with him when he's he got suspended. <laughs> Have you heard him speak? He is. If he's not a wog, I don't know who oh, he is. I haven't heard him speak. That's awesome. He's, he's very woggy. Uh, I love it. Um, but I'm thinking, yes. Yeah, so what do we say? Australia, Fiji, number one and number two yeah, in yeah. that order, probably. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's probably the game I'm looking forward to the most. In Australia, Fiji. Because, I mean, Fiji. Oh, in this pool. Sorry. Well, in this pool. Well, Australia, yeah. Fiji, Fiji, they played in the semi final last mm. World Cup. Mm. Fiji got shellacked, but I think they're going to get better and better. Yeah. Um, can there be an ups- upset from Scotland or Italy? Can one of these sides maybe beat Fiji at least? You're shaking your head at me. Can, I mean, can they? Yes, definitely. Everything can happen in rugby league. That's why I love it. <laughs> Do I, I mean, I just, I got pretty hectically crazy with my wheelchair and women's pools where I've obviously conservative <laughs> down a bit in pool B. I just can't see Fiji. I can see Italy leading at halftime yeah. against Fiji, but I just can't. Without great halfbacks, it's really hard to, to hold on yeah, to games. True. And so Fiji just have, will have better halfbacks. And so they'll, they'll control an 80-minute game better. Scotland and Italy will be good too. I think that yeah. might be a close game. Yeah. So that'll be great to see. All right, pool C. Uh, we've got New Zealand, Lebanon. Then we've got Jamaica, man, mm. 
and Ireland. Ireland. That was terrible. Sorry. Oh, the Irish one was even worse. The um, you try. Uh, New Zealand, <laughs> and I th- I'm get- I have it with um, New Zealand, Jamaica, Lebanon, Ireland. Oh, I love your risky. What do you think? In the, what, who do you think is coming in second in that? That's a pool of love. Like that's a yeah. pool of emerging nations. Yeah, that's t- like New Zealand has to win that pool. Hands yeah, yeah, down. yeah. But who have you got coming in second? <sighs> I think at this stage you got to say Lebanon. I'd like to think that they're going to get their shit together mm. by the time twenty twenty one comes around. Jamaica's going to surprise people because they've got a good core of players from the Super League. They're on the build up. Yeah, and they're going to have a few domestic players hanging around as well, and it's going to be great for them. I think if Jamaica can get Jamaica can beat Lebanon. I know it's a big call, but Jamaica can beat Lebanon. That's not a big call. Can yes, beat Ireland. Definitely, definitely can. And that's exactly how I did this. And also, the other thing that you've got to remember about Lebanon is that they don't have a Roberto Farah. They don't have Roberto Farah. He might come out of retirement. He won't. He won't. He definitely won't. He's actually. Done. So I think <laughs> Lebanon, Lebanon have been like a, a solid enough team. They've yes. struggled over 80 minutes and the defense has been shocking, but their attack has always been great. But that's because Roberto Farrar is, you know, a, was an incredible hooker can with I, a lot of direction. Can I tell you something which, you know, maybe cam, uh, cut out later. Cut out later. <laughs> I've seen Roberto, I think he lives in my neighborhood. I've seen him going for jogs without a shirt, still looking very cut, very yeah. good. Yeah, could yeah. still play, could still line up for Lebanon. He 100% he lives to. in your area. And I, he had coffee on the table next to me at my local cafe. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, this I, is definitely going off here because I'm coming. Where I, is it? Which I'll, cafe is I'll let you know later and yeah. maybe we'll just say, hey, mate, we've got a podcast. Come, yeah, come and join us. You know, we'll talk yeah. about Lebanon, and and twenty for seven or whatever his company is. I'm happy to plug that the entire time. Let's plug it. Let's. Yeah. let's Roberta Farah, please. We love you, Roberta Farah. Looking good too. Looking good without a shirt running around. Yeah. my neighbourhood, which I won't name because because someone will come. Someone will come and Big T will be there with a big, big lens. Will be there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think like it would be good to see. I would love to see Jamaica get up. Like imagine. This is the group they want. Like apart, Easy to imagine, from New Zealand, like Jamaica in the top eight. Yes. Romeo Monteith being interviewed after games. Yeah. People in Australia like and New Zealand realising, holy fuck, similar to what I said about Canada and Brazil with the women's, holy fuck, people play rugby league in Jamaica. And the other thing is they go on to play England, Australia or Tonga. Mm. Like that's just phenomenal for their development that they're playing against mm. that kind of standard in a in – because a, remember when Australia got to the – the second round of the World Cup in 2000 and whenever that was, six. We're talking about soccer or? Yeah. They, yeah. Well, Australia, this is, the reason, this is the only time I've ever watched the World Cup because yeah. Australia did well. And and so Jamaica would do the same thing. They make it yeah. through to the next level. It, it explodes there. And I'm waiting for Cool Runnings 2, the Jamaican Rugby League yes. movie. I think there is already a Cool Runnings 2. Was there? Disney would have definitely milked that. No way. This is not a movie it's not podcast like, either. It's not like Disney to milk things. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. But uh, anyway, so New Zealand, Jamaica. <laughs> Lebanon. We're going to say Jamaica. Uh, head, all right. Well, let's well, say, why not? I am. Let's, no, no, I'll join you. New Zealand, Jamaica, Lebanon, Ireland. We got the bobsled team. Yeah. Let's go. D. D. Oh, D. Group D. Group D. <laughs> Tonga, Papua New Guinea, Wales, Cook Islands. Big Pacific flavour here. Yeah. And look, I've got it going Tonga, Wales, PNG, Cook Islands. Yeah. This is the most, this is the closest group is in it? my books. Mm. Like, because... I think PNG have a lot of improvement in them between now and then, and they could surprise some people. Tonga is obviously the favourites. I still think it's Tonga PNG one and two. Yeah, yeah. Wales, Wales are building, but I just don't know if they're going to be quite there. They're, they're the the only non-Pacific side here. Mm. I don't know how they're going to deal with that. I don't know. Like I've, I'm watching them at the nines, they just didn't deal with the speed. Right. You know what I mean. So that and, and I think this group is going to have a lot of that flair. I don't know how Wales are going to deal. Cook Islands, they, they, they're they here to, to win, right? And I don't know if they can, but they've already come out and said they want to be the next Tonga. They, Did they? They've beaten Tonga at nines. They shellacked Tonga at the nines. I know it's a different game, but they're going to be up for that game. When when And that's why Cook Islands, Tonga, that's probably the game I'm looking forward to most in this pool. Although okay. I love all look, I love all of these teams, like yeah, P, yeah. PNG Wales. They're two nations that I think are very close to to jumping to that next level, that next tier of rugby league. Right. So I'd like to see them succeed. But um, this is probably, out of all the pools, this is probably my favourite. Yeah. Because aside from, I guess, Tonga doing well, it's pretty unpredictable. And also, I want all of those teams to succeed. I would love any of those teams to go through, Tonga included. Like all four of those teams. In every other pool, 
there's someone there. I'm like, oh, I really don't care either way. Whereas all four of those teams, I'm like, I would love to see them in the next bit. So what are our dream upsets in all of these pools? Is it, gr- gr- <laughs> can I just guess, I'll guess yours. Yeah. Greece? Yeah, Greece to put one over England, yep. Italy? Italy to, to beat just, Fiji. Well, Italy was just even, yeah, Italy to beat Fiji, but Italy just as a country to embrace the Soviet Union. That's, that's my <laughs> outcome from the whole thing. Jamaica to make it into the eight. Yeah, that's exactly, that's exactly, you've done it. And what, and what about D? So what's our D? Well, D, I didn't have one. I, was, I can't wait to see what happens in D. D's going to be incredible. D's a love in. But the, yeah, Lebanon, yeah, for Jamaica to beat Lebanon and Ireland. But I love Lebanon as well. I'm exactly like you in a lot of respects, except for I just still like Australia more than everyone else. <laughs> You're still Australia, mate. Yeah, yeah. Australia. <laughs> that's right. Um, Your accents are on fire. Mate, I'm okay. It's that's the it. 1.7%. <laughs> it's the uh, Cooper's sponsors of uh, California Rugby League. <laughs> um, so is there, is there, <laughs> let's play this out. I didn't know how the pools went after that. Was it 1 in A played 2 in C or is it 1 in A plays 2 in B or is it 1 in A plays 2 and D. I'm going to have to ask our mates at the Rugby League World Cup and find out exactly how that plays yeah, out. And tell them to put it on the website because I looked through the website today and it's great. And the 2017 website's there yeah. also with visuals, but the pools were slightly different in 2017. So I couldn't copy it straight across because two we'll, pools had four and two pools had three. And I think we'll find out soon because like right. ticket sales will be happening. Of course. And um, I'm, sure they'll, I'm sure they'll let us know. The website, by the way, is incredible. How good are they doing? Oh, my God. That was another thing. Not only did they release it beautifully, but all of their social media and, and everything has been so schmick around it. The guys running World Cup 2021, they need to be involved in my life. tournament in your life. They need <laughs> just to sort organize, just organize, yeah. organize this podcast, <laughs> do something. Yeah. But but that's it, mate. So what, okay. Do you have a dream upset? Yeah, I'm the, sa- I'm the same. Yeah, I would right. love to see Greece doing well. Yep. Um, I'd love to see Italy like jag a couple of, of freaky wins. I'd love to see Jamaica jag a couple of freaky wins. Yep. Um, and I think out of that Group D, success for Papua New Guinea, I think as a rugby league just, fan, mm, you want to see that. The vision out of that country yeah. would be huge. Yeah, that would be absolutely insane. But, um, yeah, it's going to be crazy either way. Who wins Who wins the whole thing? I want to see Australia-Tonga final. Australia-Tonga. I don't know how the pools work, but I can't see how that wouldn't work. So assuming, I don't know how I worked it out, but I... I I, I hoped that it was going to end with Australia Tonga because England and New Zealand both get beaten by us on the way. I reckon they're planning it so that England could meet Australia in the final. Mm. So I think it might crop, but I could be wrong. But England's going to lose to New Zealand or Tonga, so they can't. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> yeah. They, they might lose to Jamaica. I see what you mean, though. England, unless England comes second in that pool, there's no way they're getting England to play Australia early on. No I, I completely agree. They yeah, wouldn't yeah. go England, Australia. Oh, unless, um, well, it's a possibility. Look, we don't know. Yeah. We're only guessing at this stage. Yeah, yeah. But um, let's let's place a bet Yeah. right now. Well, I wanted to do a bet over all four pools. You want to do a bet All over three one. pools. I had something different in mind. No, you do Can yours. Tell, you? tell me yours. You get Australia and I get everyone else in the men's. Oh, I love this. Are you confident? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I get the, anyone you get the but Australia wins. Yeah, yeah. I love it. I Wait, don't know what we're Sandwich put, bet? Sandwich. Great. Yeah. So the loser has to buy the other one a victory sandwich? The loser has to make the other one a victory sandwich. Make even yeah, better, Cubs. Yeah. Good Fresh deli meats. Yeah. Hopefully Robbie Farah's there in the Robert area. Robert yeah, Robert he used to have a schnitzel restaurant. Did, did he? Schnitz in Leichhardt? Was that the one? <laughs> it was called It was called Leichhardt Tiger. Leichhardt Tiger. Yeah, I get it. Leichhardt Tiger. It was like a great tiger. name. I, get I don't know how the restaurant didn't work. Oh, mate. But Robbie Farah getting plenty of plugs. If you're listening, Rob. Oh, you think this is the only episode he's going to get plugs? Join me at the Cove for a coffee. We'll talk rugby league. But... um. Man, that's crazy. I can't. I cannot wait. I need to start saving every penny so that. We'll, Are you uh, going? Uh, no, I probably not. But I would like to oh. if I can get there somehow. Mm. It's um. It, it will be difficult. Carbs. What date is it? June or something? It'll be no. It'll be the end. The end of the year, twenty twenty one. So I'll get the why. What are we doing? Your this podcast, buddy. That'll be the end of season three. By then, you'll be running some kind of <laughs> multi million dollar international <laughs> rugby league conglomerate. They'll be begging know, for you to come. I don't know if those things exist. Hundred <laughs> percent, not, not yet. You haven't invented them yet. You'll be lighting the torch at the beginning of the ceremony, or whatever they do in rugby. You'll be kicking the the football under the field, or whatever. <laughs> whatever they start these tournaments. I appreciate you saying that. It's probably because I said you have the sexiest voice in podcasting. It you was know, you. You were the back. anonymous person. It was me and Mercho. All right, I admit it. I admit it, mate. Anything else you want to mention before we wrap wrap this up and go to some golden points? Go Australia. Go everyone else. <laughs> Golden points. 
We've been very quiet this week with the bants. Last week we were a bit heavy on the bants on the text messages about, oh, how's your golden points going, loser? But this yeah. week we've been really polite with each other, so I can't yeah. wait to see how many you've actually got. By my count, I'm still undefeated in golden points. Yeah, it was a draw last week. I'm happy uh, to take a draw. Kind of a draw. You know, I'll give it to you. <laughs> That's how draws work. Because I've never lost, so I want to get. I want okay. there to be a competition. This is yeah. like International Rugby League. I'm the Australia, you're the rest of the field. So I want you to win. Yes. It's really weird. I want you to beat me. But um, I did message you today, said I've only got four, just to like sort of get your hopes up. Instead, you said, no, that's fine, mate. I'm here to help you. That's what I'm here for. And I felt like a real dick. So I had to admit I've got a few more than four. But Big um, T's got a big T, mate. Do you want, do you want me to start this week? Okay. <laughs> okay. Whatever you need to lose, you go. You do you. All right. Do I really you. want to lose this week, guys. But so let's see how we go. Uh, so Golden Point Wales. So Wales Rugby League's new school competition kicks off this month. This isn't the first time we've seen Welsh school play uh, Welsh schools playing rugby league, but it is the first time schools are being linked with Welsh community clubs. So we've mm. each adopting one or more schools to help increase participation and set up pathways. I and love this. Yeah. So this is your mate last week, the other week, talking about how they need to bring up the development is to be back in schools, and someone's doing it. Definitely. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Good to hear. And which is why they're going to do so well in this World Cup. Golden points to Carseon, where they stacked Catalong Dragons, beat Toulouse 22 to 10. Not surprising, really, because Olympic 13 were always going Toulouse. <laughs> where, where, where did they where, where, where did they play? Carcassonne. Uh, Car- Carcassonne. Car- <laughs> um, super fun fact. Yep. Just before Russia failed in their Rugby League World Cup bid, their coach, Denis Korolev, Spent a week in Toulouse in and around Olympic 13 training. Yeah, that was fantastic. Russian connection for the week. We're going to, every week, we need a Russian connection and goal points. I actually had that too. So is that a bingo? Is Boom. that how that works? No. Boom. I want to say with that, I love seeing this every year. I love seeing Catalans take on Toulouse, the two the two professional French rugby league teams. Mm. And uh, now that Toronto is out of champ- the championship, Toulouse is my team. Okay. Let's get behind Toulouse mm. and let's hope they can get promoted to Super League in 2021. Then we'll have... Catalan, Toulouse, and hopefully still Toronto yeah. up in the Super League. And we'll have hopefully Ontario um, scooping. Is it Ontario? Who's the other? Is the Canadian team that's trying to get in? Ontario? Well, let, let's Golden Points, North America. <gasps> Whoa. RFL boss Ralph Rima has confirmed that annou- uh, announcements will be made regarding New York and Ottawa franchises shortly. So let's hope it's true uh, because if either of these teams are to be included in the League One, they're going to need plenty of time to prepare. Um, yeah. So what do you think about those two? Oh, well. Uh, I'm excited about it. <laughs> I mean, anything with North America is always great. Um, Do you think it's likely? Are we gonna? Can, could we yeah. see? Could we see them both in there? Ottawa. Did I say Ontario? Ottawa and New York. Yeah, I can see them both in there. I think. I don't know. I don't know about England because I. I know that the fans and whatever are always really funny about this is English football. Why is everyone playing it here? If if in a small period of time they realise that they should shut up and, and embrace everyone coming in, then they'd be they'll kick themselves for not having New York earlier. I um, think I think they're just worried that all these other cities are going to come in, take over, mm. and then go away and start their own competition, and they're going to be left behind. <laughs> they're probably going to be left with what they want, which is an all yeah, English yeah, yeah. league. But anyway, and so, rugby league will be better around the world. So expect to hear about it soon. It'll probably be a topic, not just the Golden Point, but yeah, yeah. Ottawa, New York. We're going to have an announcement soon. Can't wait. What do you got, Biggest? Golden point to South Africa. <clears throat> Grizzlies Rugby Club in Pretoria will host the final round of the South African Rugby League Regional Championships this Saturday. Who are they playing? As the, did you know what the team is? Damn it. Mampa, oh, Mampa Malangan Panthers. Panthers. Yeah, I know that bit. Versus the East, Eastern <laughs> Eagles. Uh, and they fight it out for an opportunity to host the semifinal. After four rounds of the competition, both the Panthers and the Eagles sit on three wins and one loss behind defending uh, champions, Prin, Luce, and the Northern Bulls, who have also who are Northern Bulls, who are going to host the semi-final. Part of the criteria when selecting a co-host for this show was someone that can pronounce, pretend to pronounce <laughs> worse than, than I can. <laughs> Nailed it. Golden point, Vietnam. Oh, welcome to the rugby league family to Vietnam with the Vietnamese representative team, the Water Buffaloes, making their debut at the Cabramatta Nines in February. Excellent. So Cabramatta Nines, it's the best place to see a number of emerging nations on show in one day. Uh, it's on February 1 at New Era Stadium, Cabramatta in Sydney. So check that out if you're around the area. Is there any commentary or anything like that happening for that competition? <laughs> there is commentary. <laughs> Great. Do you know um, who we're getting on the show is the I commentator? Might, I might be a part of it to some capacity. <laughs> Haven't accepted yet. Shout out to the boys at the 81st minute. So they'll be uh, part of the call team over there. There'll be a live stream as well. 
they've asked me to come along and uh, get involved for a game or two. So if I can get there, I will. And uh, if you're around, come and say hello. And if you'd like Carbs to do it, drop us a line <laughs> at Chasing Kang, no, Chasing Ruse Pod on Twitter. Chasing Ruse Pod on Twitter. If you mm. want to hear me commentating for the first time ever, I'm a little bit scared to do it, to be honest. Yeah, but, that's um, why we need to encourage you. We'll give it a shot. <laughs> golden points to Glebe. No, sorry, golden points to The Globe. The Globe. The Globe Association of International Sports Federation, okay. the Global Association, sorry, GAISF has extended International Rugby League's observer status for a further two years and a sign of Rugby League's continuing growth within the international sporting community, and I completely blame your podcast. So congratulations on such a great achievement. It's your podcast too. No, no, no. I had this as well. So is that bingo again for you? You're it's killing not me. bingo. You're just not doing as well as me. It's just you running out of golden points. That's what it is. <laughs> but uh, Danny Kasangian from the International Rugby League, he said we're working closely with GASES and uh, our members to achieve full membership. It involves managing the different and often complex government mm. requirements in place uh, in every one of our member nations, as well as those nations aspiring to become members. It's really important. I've spoken to Danny a few times. Mm. The couple of times I have spoken to him, he always talks about this and right. how important it is. And it is tough what they're doing. I, I've been, I've spoken to some nations, and I won't say who just yet, but that are trying to get um, status with the International Rugby League, yeah. but they can't for like little reasons, like they need to have, uh, they need to have a not-for-profit organisation running the sport. Right. Some countries don't allow not-for-profit organisations to wow. be registered. So little things like that, and I know the nation involved. Again, I won't say who it is yet, but. Um, they are trying to overcome that and they are speaking to Danny and the team about sorting that out. Mm. But um, just all of these little things and Danny's like dealing with for that times 40 or 50. Yeah, right. Um, so he's doing a great job and, um, yeah, we will get there soon. It's so and impossible for, for him to replicate. Like it works here, great, we'll just do it yeah. everywhere. It's like every country has different what And means. look, we're not unique as a sport. Like every sport yeah. has the same like the same sort of challenges in that regard. But um, he's doing a great job. Uh, golden point, USA. Okay. Red and white and blue. <laughs> the USARL, how many beers? I've only had one beer. The USARL. You've had 1.7 to 1.7, yeah. and it's uh, Cooper's Ale, yeah. our sponsor of <laughs> California Rugby League. <laughs> Tom Stevenson's going to love this episode. Uh, USA, it is a great beer. It is pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good. We'll have another one after. Uh, the USARL AGM took place last weekend. Yeah. A few points to come out of that. So May 9, we're going to see the South Conference All-Stars versus Jamaica A. Well, that's the plan anyway. They want to play it at Lakeland, Florida. And Jamaica A just means it's going to be the domestic Jamaican side, basically. Okay. Uh, and the South Conference will be made up of your Lakeland Renegades, Atlanta Rhinos, if they're still around, uh, and the Jacksonville Axemen, those, that, that conference there. Go it's going to be pretty interesting. End of August, we're going to see the title game. This year it's going to be played in the South. So whoever wins the Southern Conference will host the Northern side this year. Uh, and September 12, the All-Star game, because of the, the grand finals in the South, the All-Star game will be in the North okay. and the Del Delaware uh, Foxes are going to be uh, hosting that one. Now, the big one for me uh, was not great news, but the Midwest Conference, which was discussed, uh, or it was discussed for the 2020 season. So a couple of weeks ago, Rugby League Planet reported that the Ohio-based Columbus Voyagers, uh, they announced their intentions to form a club, joining the Chicago Stockyarders in the Midwest region. Unfortunately, there isn't enough there for USA RL Expansion Conference. So as I understand, it won't happen this year. So there'll uh, be no Midwest Conference in the USA RL. Damn it. No good. What else you got? I love the stockyards. <laughs> Golden point to Serlin McLennan Park near Wollongong, <clears throat> where rugby league legend Robbie Farah, I shit you not. Roberto Farah. Rob Roberto Farah. Did he open up another schnitzel shop? <laughs> not yet. And a bunch of other celebrities and retired sports stars played a game of soccer to raise money for the bush relief. They raised 30 grand for Salvos. Roberto scored a penalty goal and tackled a goalkeeper. Well done. You goddamn legend. He probably could play a bit of A-League. I know he's a big Liverpool FC fan. Mm. I sincerely hope. I know that when they say tackled a goalkeeper, they mean soccer tackled. <laughs> Fuck, I really hope that he accidentally <laughs> dropped a shoulder on a bloke. Yeah. Shoulder charging is like, we're not allowed to do this anymore. <laughs> Rivet. Jamaica, golden point. One of your favourites. Uh, welcome to the Ascot High School. TCGA Falcons. Bingo. And the Waterford High School. You got this one? Yeah, I but I'm bingoing you on this. I don't have it written down. I bingoed you. These are the pioneers of high school girls rugby league on the island. There's about 10 schools taking part in the boys yeah. across under 14s and 16s. Looks super fun. You got me. I got you. I got. I was going to also do the AGM for the American one, but then I didn't because I didn't write it down as a golden point because I was reading it going, this is too convoluted, so I know Carbs will do it. Yeah. But then I was like, I don't want to bingo him just because I'm too lazy to try and understand it. But I this still, one I was going to bingo on. I still need to learn how bingo works exactly. But You've so got far, to pick what the actual no, question is going to say. I get, I get. And 
And <laughs> if you've got you rolled the boys went into that as well, right? Because mm-hmm. I, I did my two different bingos. Their um their Instagram get around that by the way. It's so definitely hundred yeah. percent. So that's the best place to get all your Jamaica news. Mm. And uh, there's plenty going on. Golden Point in New Zealand. A lot of dancing in Jamaica. Golden Point New yeah. Zealand. Go on. <laughs> Golden Point New Zealand. There was not a cloud in the sky as the New Zealand Rugby League development under-16s took on the Vodafone Warriors 16s to mark the final day of their talent development camp in 2020. 16s, the Warriors 16s took it out 28-24 in a very close comeback, but they just couldn't, the the New Zealand development team just couldn't get there. Wasn't so close in the 18s, though, the Warrior, the Vodafone Warriors taking a 42-16 to 16 thrashing. But the reason this is in here is so great to hear New Zealand Rugby League doing so much development there grabbing them before they go to Rugby Union or instead of them playing Rugby Union and not succeeding coming to league, yeah. they're getting 16, 18-year-old school people. So exactly the same kind of stuff we're really excited about in Wales. Yeah. But it's happening in New Zealand just for Rugby League. It's, it's pretty fantastic. cool because if you're a 16-year-old in New Zealand who yeah. you fancy yourself at Rugby League or Rugby Union, you don't make that Warrior squad, you want to prove yourself, right? Mm. And mm. this is the best chance to do that. So pretty cool that they're doing that. Keeps the kids in the game. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Pretty cool. And so that's so, so they have two different camps there, I think, and, and someone in New Zealand can tell, tell me differently, where Vodafone Warriors have a development squad and yeah. New Zealand Rugby League have a development squad and they, they together after this kind of these development camps, they then make one big squad later, which is why they're playing games at the end of those things. But it's so great that they have so much resources or so they're smart enough to actually have two different things going rather than relying solely on the Warriors yeah, as well. Yeah, they have so much talent. Where do yeah. you sit on a second New Zealand team? In the NRL? Oh, all over it. <laughs> you Love sit it. all over it? Yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah. No, I'd lo- I think it's so much smarter for them to do the North versus South Islands rather than – Yeah. Because the issue that they had is when they branded as Auckland Warriors, everyone in New Zealand outside of Auckland hated them. And so when they then tried to rebrand as New Zealand, everyone was like, sure, it's New Zealand. It's not really New Zealand. It's still the Auckland Warriors. So they need to go north-south. Yeah. Um, I hope they go back to Auckland one day. Yeah. I think that will be cool. I'd like to see Auckland maybe like Canterbury next. Would be cool. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And because they're on two different islands, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they are. And so then they can also have their own state of origin around the same time as us. So instead of Australia playing New Zealand in that time, you have New South Wales, Queensland, North versus South New Zealand. Heaps happening in there. I like your thinking, Big Thanks, T. Mate. Golden Point, closer to home, Canterbury, Bankstown. Fox Sports and others have reported that the Bulldogs are interested in signing St. Le- uh, St. Helens and English prop Luke Thompson. Oh. So the Saints have squashed the rumours. Uh, but this comes up a few to- has come up a few times now, so I wouldn't be surprised if it happened. Have you seen much of Luke Thompson? Mm-mm. He uh, reportedly, they say, best prop in the world. Whoa. He's probably in the top 20, I would say, by our, <laughs> by our standards. Yeah. De- definitely the best prop in the UK right. in the Super League. Uh, would love to see him over here. We keep hearing about it, and uh, Bulldogs probably most likely to be- bring him across, but St. Helens would not want to lose him because he's a cornerstone in their defensive <laughs> line. All I'm hearing is... You are doing signing rumours, which means you are so nervous about losing golden points. Because before, got, another, got another page. <laughs> before, before you, if you were by yourself right there, there's no way that's a golden point that you would talk about that person coming to Canterbury. I'm just listening to our fans who would like to hear a little bit more Super League. So that's that's for the that's for the fans, well, guys. That is for the fans. <clears throat> golden point to regional New South Wales. This is going to end up as three and a half hour episodes in about four it's weeks. It's all just going to be golden points. <laughs> With like a 15-minute interview or something like that. My grandmother once said, Golden Point to my nan's house. Golden Point to regional New South Wales. The 2020 New South Wales Rugby League Junior Representative Draws were released today. Feature matches from two regional New South Wales competitions to be played in Bega in February as part of a game-wide festival of football to raise community spirits in bushfire-devastated areas. Isn't well, that fantastic? Well done, man. And when the, the areas need all the support yeah. they can get. And can I just say well done to you as well because the, a lot of feedback I've been getting this week Great to hear a lot of the development and regional Australian right. news from you and Golden Points to uh, to mix it up with my international stuff. So thanks, mate. We're onto something. But mate. I just hope that also that causes like money injections. A whole bunch of people then have to go. There's hotels. There's food. There's a small like families go. Small amount of tourism, um, and 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 then there's also the cultural effect of rugby league being played there. You know, it's an important place. Blah blah. blah. It's fantastic. I hope it I hope it has a good effect impact. The people's game. If anyone can make a difference, it's the people. That's right. Golden Point, close to home again. Liverpool, Sydney. So Hillier Oval. So Liverpool appears to be the location for the first international game of the year. So Brazil will oh. take on Peru, February twenty two. Maybe we should get out there. The event will feature youth matches between Latin Heat and Malta as well, uh, and it could be a good time to start our 
Chasing Kangaroos Best and Fairest Award, which Ooh. still needs a name and a criteria. Yeah. We've got a deadline now, February 22, first game, international game of the year, okay. and we can get cracking. Get at us, please. This is my last golden point, and I needed to, you started, so this <laughs> needed to be – that needed to be your last one for me to win, so I don't know how many I have. Oh, no. One, two, three. More than one. Oh. So I'm in problem. Right. Golden point to Leeds. <clears throat> Leeds Rhino captain Courtney Hill has signed with the Sydney Roosters for February's NRL Nines Women's Tournament. Hill, a former Queensland State and WBBL cricketer, will be released by the English club for a two-day event in Perth Stadium before returning to the Northern Hemisphere to play the Women's Super League. I love this yeah. because I love that the Roosters would care this much that yeah. they would bring someone over for this Nines comp. First of all, it's an international movement. I love that it's a Queensland lady yeah, yeah. playing. I love the story. The yeah. Queensland cricketer playing Super League in England and the Roosters want to bring her over to try and win a Nines comp. Yeah. Phenomenal. And she wants to get over here. I've heard her interviewed and saying that she would love to be playing NRLW. Why wouldn't she? Yeah, yeah. Um, but So that would be fantastic. And, and the Roosters, again, golden point NRL Nines. And we spoke about this one in the week. We had a bit of a chuckle, but... The Roosters are bringing in AFL legend Nick Davis out of retirement, age 39, to play in their nine squad. Now, I say I say legend uh, lightly, but in all honesty, I only heard about him last week for the first time. <laughs> he played for the Swans, Sydney Swans, apparently. Uh, and I'm, apparently, look, apparently, I don't even believe it. I don't believe it. Who is this guy? Uh, he's, look, he's a kicking coach for the Roosters, so that's how they have him under the, yeah, under yeah. the salary cap, I guess. But yeah. I'm sure sporting fans in AFL Mad Western Australia, they know exactly who this guy is. So my question to you, biggest, is it a good marketing move or does it make a mockery of the Nines tournament in yeah, Perth? It's a mockery thing. Really? 100%. The dude, have you seen the dude? He's so old. He won a, <laughs> He won the premiership for the Swans in 2005, and I know that because the Tigers won that year. So, mm. he, I mean, he was playing at the top of his game that many years ago. I'm sure he's an excellent kicking coach. But in the Nines, I can't, unless he's got a huge amount of pace and he's loving yeah. that, I mean, you don't have to defend, I guess, as much. He's playing on the wing, so he'd want yeah. a bit of pace. And also, he's going to need to defend. But I don't know. I just think he's too old. If he, if he was, if he was, if this was ten years ago, if he was a guy who won the 2015 mm. um, Grand Final in 2005, excellent. But the dude is like an absolute silver fox. If I, it if it sells a few seats to people in Perth that haven't watched the game before, I'm fine with it. I have no issues with this nah. sort of thing. Who's an AFL fan who's going to go and watch this old mate? You know what I mean? I just unless he played for West Coast Eagles, I still don't see it as a good marketing employee even for AFLians. Would you watch Robbie Roberto Farrar oh, yes, play soccer right. in Wollongong? No, right. I'm right. I'm out. I completely agree with you. Then I mean, <laughs> done. This is an it's excellent marketing employee. The best. <laughs> All right, I'm going to keep going. You no, want please? You want to read this one? No, so you can I want one? you to no. You you've earned them. Oh, uh, the winner, the Robbie Farrar of uh, <gasps> well, yes, that should be the trophy. The, <laughs> the Robbie, Robbie Farrar trophy. Farrar. I don't know if the Lebanon rugby league is like that. Toronto. So Golden Point Toronto, the Wolfpack have released a 23-man squad. Have you seen this? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Super League season. Damn it, I should have Golden Pointed this. Well, look, this was just over – it's just over a week till the season begins and 23 seems a little bit low to me. Mm. I'm hoping injury does not strike. It will because it's such a long season. Yeah. Surely the club have a plan up their sleeves. How's, how do you feel about this? Well, uh, someone else put that on there straight away. I didn't even th- noticed it. It was a 20-man squad, the photo I saw, I think, and yeah. someone was like – what happens when you get seven injuries? And I was, and I read that I was like, holy shit! What are they? That's such a small number because we have fifty or something here, don't we? We have no, we have thirty. We have thirty man squad, yeah. and most Super League teams would as well, or close to that number. Mm. Twenty three seems low. I'm sure they've got maybe there'll be some mid season signings. I'm sure they've got deals with championship clubs and things like that. Right. Who knows? But um, it's going to be interesting to see. I hope it doesn't hurt their season, but I'm sure that there has to be a plan, right? They can't yeah. be unprepared. Well, they've spent three people's worth of money on Sonny Bill, so maybe they just think <laughs> if three people listen to squad. He sat on the bench for their troll against Castleford, which was uh, I think the fans got a big kick out of that, and they won that too, so good signs for, for the club. But, That's um, a second golden point right there, Cubs. I've got another one. Did you see the jersey? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What do you, you think? S- you tagged me in it. It was Did fantastic. I? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mass- you don't like it? I love it. Oh, yeah, great. I love it. It's unique. It's different. Yeah. Uh, probably like the black one more than the white one. Yep. I just they see it like black has to be their color, mm. especially with the uh, the all black Sonny Bill Williams there. Oh. And uh, you asked me last week, will Mascot Browns be be selling the jersey? They will be. Uh, and of course, good time to mention them. Mascotbrowns.com, mascotbrowns.com.au. The the discount code twenty twenty vision. That's two zero two zero vision. All one word. Mm. Exclusive. For you guys. 10%, 10% off Sunny Bill. You can't beat that. 10% off Sunny Bill. Mm. So what's that? That's $4.5 million. <laughs> <laughs> Golden Point. I'll keep it rolling. We've got yeah, a few go. more. Golden Point over to the Balkan region. So the Balkan Super League, they're preparing their fourth season. Currently we have eight clubs from Serbia and Bulgaria confirmed. 
They're going to be Red Star Belgrade, my favourite, of course, Partisan Belgrade, Rodniki Nis Dorku, RLC oh. Belgrade, uh, the Tsar Dusan Parasin and the Locomotive Sofia. There's also interest from two sides in Bosnia and Italy. Oh, wow. Uh, at this stage, it looks like no clubs from Greece or Turkey uh, like there was last year. And we'll bring you more details as it comes. Was Italy in it last year as well? Yeah, Lignano Sharks were there last year. Yeah, right. Good first season for them. Uh, but, yeah, I'm not sure if they're the side that are looking at coming in again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's see how they go. Lignano was also the area that... Is having the under-16s comp? The 19s, the under-19s European Championship. At the end of this year, we should go to that too. Let's get Robbie Farah's tourism company. What's it called? Two for seven events. I'm sure he'd love to go to Italy. We'll shout him a coffee. So we'll go to Italy at the end, Lignano at the end of 2020. Yeah. He can probably catch a Liverpool FC game on on the way home. Yeah, he can catch it every once. And and then World Cup 2021. Can't wait. Roberto Farah. Golden Point. (laughs) (laughs) Queensland. I have it on good authority. I haven't told anyone this one yet. Two Latino nations <laughs> have been invited to play a curtain raiser for an intra-Super Cup match between the Ipswich Jets and PNG Hunter on May 9. Ooh. So it's great to see Ipswich given some exposure of this kind to the developing nations. I can't confirm who the nations are yet, but once again, watch this space. Yeah, great. And uh, this is my final golden point for the night, Biggest. You're going to have to try beat me next week. <laughs> This is a rugby union golden point. Oh, shit. Oh, well, I did a soccer one, so that's fair. That's that's true. And uh, thanks to longtime listener Luke Day for bringing this one to my attention because I don't usually read rugby union news, right. let alone English rugby union news. Oof. But this story piqued my interest because the European and English champions, and I can't even pronounce the name of the team, but Sarakans or Sarakens. Have you heard of these guys? No, anyway, of course not. We don't, what's, you got very close rug- to a rude word as rugby well. union even? Yeah. Oh, no, come on. <laughs> Sarah, let's call them the Sarah Khans. They've been booted from Premiership Rugby. Uh, they'll be relegated after being caught cheating the salary cap. Oof. I guess they're like the Melbourne Storm mm. of the English Rugby Union. Now, the reason I'm so interested in this is their club roster includes England Union captain Owen Farrell, who, of course, is the son of Wigan legend Andy Farrell, uh, who I'm sure is going to be looking for a new club. <gasps> wink, wink. Wigan Warriors or Toronto Wolfpack would probably fill oh. a couple of spots as well. So let's see what happens there. Who knows? We're starting rumours. Everyone wants to see Owen Farrell playing rugby league again. That's why Illuminati confirmed. That's why Illuminati confirmed. The, the, the Wolfpack haven't filled the rest of the squad. They're waiting for the – they've probably already signed all of these union guys. Well, technically a union player would be 100% salary capped exempt <gasps> in their first season and I think it's 50% salary cap exempt in their second season. And then the third season, Sonny Bill will be gone, so he could be their marquee player. Hold on. So Sonny Bill's also then, he's he's not in the salary cap either. As a marquee player, exempt. Phenomenal. 10% discount, mascot.com.au. <laughs> 2020 vision. Guys, um, that's all the golden points for today. Unbelievable. Great re- job, Carbs. I'm really hoping. Thanks, mate. I'm really hoping you beat me next week, though. Mate, I can't. I, I, I can't. Always, you're getting so much inside mail. Always back the underdog. And now the other, the other problem we've got is... Because you know that I'm copying so many of them from Chasing Kangaroos Media, you're only putting out little bits. You will notice I've stopped posting on Instagram, yeah. Twitter, and Facebook because until after we record. Yeah. So you're going to see a lot in the next couple of days. Yeah. But, um, guys, that's another show for us. Uh, we'll be back next week with a very special Super League episode. Mm. So we're going to ask for your Q&As. We've got a very special guest who has played in the Super League before. He'll be joining us. It's going to be very interesting. We'll be asking for your questions on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Check that out. Let us know what you want to know or what your questions are about the upcoming Super League season, mm. which kicks off very soon. I want to say a big thanks to Ricky Cancino and Ash Barco for our theme music. Uh, don't forget to follow us on social. Sure. So Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Mm-hmm. Big T followed us on Facebook this week for the first time. I can't believe I hadn't liked you before on Facebook. It was bizarre. It was very odd. But we're there. And uh, f- thanks for the like, brother. No, you're it. welcome. Anything for and, the And, uh, of course, thanks to the man to our left. The centurion over there. Hundred. He raised the bat 100 podcasts together. Well, yeah, but that's together. But you think about Mercer. He's done a whole bunch with you as well. So he's hit. He did six with me as well. Mm. Does the double header count as two? No, well, he had to do twice as much work. Mm. So he's way over 100. That's why he's so casual over there. That's off to Mercho. Yeah. If you're loving this episode and you're loving the work he does, hashtag Mercho the machine. And your life, ter- and your life sounds terrible and you want it to sound better, at Merch, at PMerch underscore. <laughs> Anything else to wrap this up, Big T? Um, I'm looking forward to the Super League one because I don't know enough about it. I was a big um, 
Hull fan for a small period of time because they their club decided to follow West Tigers, and so oh, yeah. a whole bunch of their fans then um, were following West Tigers stuff, and so I started following them and went for them. But that they pitted away, so I'm I'm interested to get back into Super League. Who would be your team? Hull I got no idea. So I'm trying to find out. All right, we're going to get a team for Big T this mm. year. Can't be Castleford Tigers. It has to be a yeah, non-Tiger no. side. I do like Catalan because I love James Maloney. Yeah, good. But I like um, somebody else. Uh, uh, the Huddersfield Hurricanes. Is that who was on last week? Hurricanes. The, the Giants. Huddersfield. Who? Oh, the Hurricanes, the Hurricanes destroyed. Hurricanes Valencia. They destroyed uh, Featherston. Yeah, that's Featherston. Championship. Right. Yeah, no, I'm getting confused. This is why I need more help with Super League. Mercho, edit this. No, nah, just no. kidding. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll be back next week. Uh, Tell me who to go for in Super League. Anyone out there? Yeah, if you that's want, let's let's choose a team for Big T by next week. Yeah. Twitter, is that the best way to do it? Well, let's let's just nominate a bunch and then we'll put a vote out somewhere. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. Fuck you, Nagati. <laughs> Come on the show, Nagati. <laughs>